Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. And now that the 2020 Olympics is officially over, and as we promised, we are taking another look at the women who have pushed boundaries, created history, and just to celebrate with them and their wins. And because, again, this is obviously very relevant, quote unquote, to this year, <laughs> go ahead and timestamp this. Today is August 12th, 2021. And yeah, the Olympics was a year behind, just in case people didn't know what was saying. We're not saying wow. this incorrectly. Wow, you think somebody's listening like 100 years from now and it's like, You know, (laughs) people have been picking up random, like I've definitely seen features even when we talk about our our podcast from like five years ago, even though we're like, whoa, wow. Because they've had 10 years of episodes. It's true. We've had 10 years. So you never know. And I'm I'm hoping for another 10. With us at the helm, of course. (laughs) Of course. So, (laughs) you know. I'm just saying. But yes, it is August 12th, 2021 for all your future listeners. We're going to start with soccer. So Canada took home the gold after defeating Sweden with a game-winning penalty kick, just in case you were able to witness this. And with their gold medal, they also were able to take home a first as their midfielder became the first openly transgender and non-binary athlete to win an Olympic gold medal. Quinn was able to celebrate with their team after their historic win and has been able to celebrate and become a really big representative uh, for a lot of the LGBTQ plus who have broken a lot of boundaries this year and yeah, had one of the highest uh, numbers of LGBTQ plus athletes in this Olympics. So congratulations to Canada. Yes. And to Quinn Mm -hmm. and doing so many amazing things. And just to put it out there, uh, this made Sweden the silver medalist and the U.S. took home the bronze. Yes, yes. And also, we've got to talk about track because as we said, I... I was amazed at how into track I got. Like every, almost every Olympic event I watched, I'm like, why am I so tense right now? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't watch it like that because uh, we were sitting watching diving and I was like, oh, because there was one diver who, poor thing, like misbounced and, you know, mm-hmm. it was so just like, oh, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it because it makes me nervous. It's really intense. But the, these women rose up to the challenge. So first, let's talk about American track runner Allison Felix, legend, who won her 11th medal on the final race of the Games, making her the winner of the most medals in the U.S. She passed record holder Carl Lewis and is just one medal behind the Olympic record holder Pava Nurmi, who won 12 between 1920 and 1928. But she is obviously not the only one making history. Neeraj Chopra took home India's first gold medal after winning the javelin throw, which was thrown 87.58 meters. You know, in our our backyard Olympics that we held this summer, we had a, it was a shot put, and I came in second. But let me tell you, it was not very far of a throw. <laughs> it was not very far at all. You know, I did watch those and, and watching them, I'm like, how do they control it like that? Because they're just twirling to get mm-hmm. that momentum. And then it goes perfectly into place. And I'm like, someone would have gotten a bruise because mm. it would have went into the audience if it could have like, traveled that uh, far. People trained for it or something. I don't know. I don't know what this, I don't know what you're talking about. And then we need to talk about Safan Hussan, who is one of the few to complete a triple 
in the distance medals in track. She was able to win three different medals in these long distance runs. I'm telling you, after doing a 10K, I couldn't walk for a week. So I cannot imagine doing this. She was able to beat the current record holder for the 10,000 meter race, Letison Bet Giddy, and she was able to run 24 1,500 meters and was in pain through the last race to the point that she couldn't move her neck. Yeah. She collapsed. She couldn't see. She really, yeah. really was confused and disoriented. And But she made it. And she didn't even realize she won until I think she got up because it was neck mm-hmm. to neck. Uh, and she has become the second woman to win three individual track medals in one Olympics in history. So congratulations. Yes. We also want to join in the celebration of the Jamaican's podium sweep win for the 100-meter final. The winners, Elaine Thompson-Hurrah, who won gold, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, silver, and Sharika Jackson-Bronze. And it's not the first podium sweep for Jamaica or for Fraser-Price, who competed and won in 2008, and she took the gold at that point in time. Right. Um, And then if we look at golf, U.S. golfer Nellie Korda won a gold medal in the Golf Olympics competition, and she is the second to win for the U.S., uh, the first of which happened 120 years ago in 1900. We talked about that in our history of the (laughs) Olympics. Korda is the number one ranked golfer currently, so definitely had a lot of pressure to win. And she rose to the challenge when she did. And then swimming. Congrats to Katie Ledecky, who won the first ever women's 1,500-meter final. She won the 250th Olympic gold medal for the U.S. swim team. And Australian swimmer Emma McKeown set the record for the female athlete with the most medals at a single games with seven medals, four gold, and three bronze. She tied with the Soviet gymnast Maria Gorokosvia, who she got her medals in 1952. And for diving, um, Jian Hongchan, who is now a superstar in China. Apparently, she and her family have been mobbed by fans with them trying to take selfies with them as well as at her home. So, had to get like uh, police all up in there. Uh, One gold after scoring two perfect scores out of five in the 10-meter dives. The 14-year-old is the second youngest on the team and is in a class all her own, even to the fact that the silver uh, medalist, who was also part of the China national team, was like, yeah, I don't compare. She is gone beyond me. So congratulations. The little picture of her victory was super cute. And then going on to gymnastics, after much conversation and controversy, which is still ongoing, Simone Biles came back to win a bronze medal on the balance beam. But China's Guan Chinchin won gold and Tang Xiajing won silver. And 21-year-old Jade Carey won U.S.'s third consecutive gold for floor exercises with the previous winners being Simone Biles and Ali Reisman. Um, and the overall winner for all round went to the Russian team, the ROC, uh, with the U.S. following winning silver and Great Britain with bronze. And then basketball, the U.S. women's basketball team earned gold, beating out Japan, which led to Sue Bird's and Diana Taurasi's fifth gold medal in the Olympics. And they have, like, a dynasty. They, like, consistently win. So congrats on keeping that streak going. So with all the good, and we do are still celebrating with the following women, but came with some controversy, and we did definitely want to talk about that before we close this all out. Yes, starting with archery. So South Korean archers made a huge wave as they won several awards in the archery competition at these Olympics. 
Ahn San of South Korea won three gold medals, including the first mixed team archery competition. She, however, has also been hit with controversy in South Korea as a specific group have targeted her for being a <gasps> feminist. Oh, oh no. Mm. In one online platform, a group of men decided to post complaints about Ansan, even stating, quote, she has short hair and goes to a women's-only college. She reeks of feminism. In fact, a chauvinistic web forum started a defamation campaign against On, and went as far as going under her Instagram account to harass her. And this is not a new thing, but has now made the controversy international. And there's a lot that we want to talk about with the underlying issues here, and we will return one day, uh, but definitely something that we didn't want to ignore. Right. It was, it's really interesting following some of the incidents because she never claims to be. They just mm-hmm. assume she is. And they've made uh, a pretty, kind of like in the U.S., how everything's kind of gone with the back and forth. And it's in South Korea at this point in time, there's a lot of back and forth of, is feminism uh, terrorist? Like, they've gone that far. So we're definitely yeah. going to come back and talk about it. But we also wanted to talk about the shooting competition, which quite hilarious to me because it could not be any more of like, yeah, Twitter, what are you doing? Vitalina Badreshkina, sorry about the pronunciation, a literal Olympic champion, became one more woman to be mansplained about her profession. Yes, in the world of good God, why? The gold medalist is seen in a picture shown in a specific stance that is the instructed position to shoot for the sharpshooter competition. And a man had to come in to explain why, in his not-so-humble opinion, this was wrong. Again, the stance which he criticized was the regulated standards in the competition. The rule books is one-handed, and because they are trying to be as easy as possible, sometimes they stick in their pockets, they have uh, straps they'll put their hand in so that they, they're able to kind of just concentrate and go to the side a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's in the rule book. Uh, and he decided to say, oh, the recoil, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. In which the quick response was, you know, she's a gold medalist, right? Yeah. I believe his account, the dude who decided to do this. And there's many more who came after because I saw this unfold. And I was like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. The many people, like... It was hilarious, but his account was actually suspended. And I don't know why, This, the, what the one, the first dude who had to, you know, well, actually. Yeah. That mm-hmm. comment. And she did go on to win three medals in this competition. So I think she's just fine and knows how to do this. <laughs> I suspect so. I think she's got the receipts <laughs> for this one. <laughs> This reminds me of one of my, I think I've told this story before on this show, one of my favorite mansplaining incidents slash awful mansplaining incidents was this guy who's telling me how to run a half marathon. And he had never run a half marathon. Um, <laughs> he didn't really run. I had run many and also a marathon at this point. And I, I, you know, I'm always down for pointers. I'm not an expert. I'm an Olympian. Never won a medal. But he'd never run a damn race. Right. Right. <laughs> and he wants to tell you how to do it. He did. He did. He had so many pointers for me. <laughs> and if you're a fellow listening to this who are interested in girls, this is not a way to us. No. This it's strategy way does from not us. work. Yeah, this strategy yes. does not work. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Tip for the episode. And then we did want to talk about BMX. Uh, yes, so this was also a controversial but celebratory moment. UK BMX athlete Bethany Schriever 
is the person we're talking about. After UK sport decided that they would only financially support male BMX riders for the 2020 Olympics, Schriever had to resort to crowdfunding in order to reach the Olympics. She was able to raise over 50,000 pounds or $69,000 to get to compete. And thankfully, after UK sport removed the clause, which stated female riders could not be invested in, she was able to get backing by British Cycling. And she was able to bring home the gold medal. And the men's team brought home a medal too with her teammate bringing home the silver. So yeah, I mean, that's... I'm glad things changed, but that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> she had to like crowdfund. Right. So essentially they had that clause and then at the mm-hmm. last minute it was like, oh, okay, because she started getting attention of like, yeah, why are you not helping ooh. her? What is uh-huh. happening? Uh, so they took away that clause, so they didn't necessarily fund it themselves. Right. But the British Cycling did. So it was kind of like, dude. Because yeah. you know it's got to be some dudes been like, look what you did. And now everybody's staring at you, probably making fun of you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh no, people are paying attention. We got to change this. <laughs> right. Uh, and not only that, we know that things are changing with the uniforms and or dress mm-hmm. codes. Uh, yeah, the Handball Federation, they are very quickly changing some things and have already announced that there would be changes to come. Have not stated what exactly, yeah. but things are happening uh, as well as the swim teams and or think regulations with the caps. I know there's conversation about that as well. So, Uh, It takes hundreds of years, but maybe some changes will happen. (laughs) Yes, that's the saying of the Olympics and life in general. (laughs) But congratulations to all of these people for winning. It really was just thrilling to see the heights people were able to push themselves to. Right. And yeah, obviously we are very limited, y'all. It's hard to find all of the news internationally because we're in the U.S. And not surprisingly, very U.S.-centric. So if you have a win that we missed, please, please, please email us because we want to know all about them or if we are not highlighting the person that you think should be recognized, let us know. Yeah, I will say... Watching these Olympics, I was struck by how many times somebody would, an announcer would say, this is the first time a woman has won a question or whatever. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> there were so many firsts from different countries, but also just, yeah, when it comes to women or LGBTQ plus folks. And I mean, yeah, it's one of those, we always say this, it's like, I'm glad to see that and hear about that, but damn. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the skateboarding, like, have see these like 12 year old, 13 year old yes. girls just really kicking ass. Oh, wow. So old. Wow. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can email anyone we might have missed to Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Chant all around. Oh, yes. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stuff on Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 